Live on the Freak Radio Network, rulers of the motorsports empire, broadcasting live from the Lucas Oil Studios, Budweiser, the King of Beers, presents Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, Sergeant and his freaking pit crew, Stat Man Carruthers. We ain't going nowhere, baby. And the baddest bitch to wrap it around two wheels, Crash Gladys. Mmm, hello there. All studios in the Speed Freaks pits. Statman Carruthers, Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent. Your freaking hotline tonight, baby. 8669 Freaks. That's 866 937 3257. You can also email us, pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Pitcrew at speedfreaks.tv. Got the text working, the freaking text to you and me. Text the word freak and your message to 25827. Text the word FREAK in your message to 25827. We'll have a lot of messages that we're going to want from you throughout the show. Oh, Crash, why do you sound like, you, what's your name from Let's Make a Deal? Because I have my radio voice on. <laughs> wow. Okay, so that sounded a little hokey, but... Yeah, it did. All right, I'm back. Here I am. Listen <laughs> to this show. Coming up, Ron Hornaday. The guy's won like 16 races in a row, right? Pretty close. NASCAR Truck Series winner from New Hampshire... Ron Hornaday, he's going to be here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Also coming up in the Speed Freaks Pits, Adam Carolla. You guys know him, of course, in Southern California, the morning show host for our Los Angeles affiliate, 97.1. But the entire nation knows Adam Carolla, well, for from his movie, Crash Gladys. The Hammer. Yeah, The Hammer, and of course, of host of The Man Show. He's the, one of the new co-hosts of Top Gear, the American version. And, uh, uh, hello, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars. He has a big-ass article out in Motor Trend. So, yeah, Adam Carolla, he's going to be here in the Speed Freaks pits. Also coming up, three-time, I said three-time Rally America champion, Travis Pastrana. Yeah, that same guy. He's got, like, 16 gold medals in the X Games. He's He patented the double backflip in the X Games. So he's coming up. And sitting in with us in the Lucas Oil Studios, it's been about three years since we last had him on the air with us, but damn it, he did something last night for the Indy Mile at the Indiana State Fairgrounds that I haven't seen well since the last time I've been to a flat track race, which is the Sack Mile, seven years ago. Seven-time AMA flat track champion, Chris Carr. What's up, Double C? Not much, man. It's good to be here in the Freak Nation. It is good to be here in the Freak Nation, and you did not hesitate. When I was out there talking to you at the Indy Mile here in Indianapolis, I said, dude, you want to roll into the Freak Nation? You, you said, name it, win, win. Oh, that was it. Well, I missed you guys. You know, I mean, it's been so long since I've been on. I figured I'd come hang out and learn. How, learn. Maybe I'll have this for a job in a few years. You never know. You know what? And because you said yes, you said yes before your massive win last night. So uh, I think that was a little mojo speaking. Eh, a little bonus. There we go. That's true, because when you and I were talking there in the pits, you, you felt the the freaking the speed freaks oh, mojo rubbing off on. Well, I wasn't rubbing off on you. Yeah, but easy God boys. For that. No, easy. no, because I, I you were kind of looking at me like I was kind of sexy, but I, but I had to back you off a little bit, Carl, on this. All right, but the, it was the speed freaks mojo, really just your freaking huevos that won by how much over Kenny Colbeth? I think official margin of victory was point zero two nine. Of a second. Okay, and that's coming out. Statman, dig this. This is coming out of turn four, last lap on a mile track. He's sitting behind Kenny Kulba, three-time AMA flat track champion, and of course, 2008 champion. And, there, and, and Statman, what would you do if Chris Carr is behind you? Uh, panic. Just what probably <laughs> Coolbeth did. Uh, he probably said, he's coming to get me, and that allowed him to get around. 
I don't know if it was quite that way, but uh, <laughs> I tell you what, though, I'd rather draft you down the front stretch stat than I would Kenny Kulbeck. Well, you, you You're going to punch a big hole through the air on that one. You would have won by five seconds if that was the case. There you, uh, you go. Know, you wouldn't have been point zero. Can you see Statman coming off a of turn four to any mile, like on a Vespa scooter or something like that, you know, <laughs> just all tucked in, you know, going for it? Stat, like with an open-face helmet or something like that? A leather helmet. Oh, yeah. Leather helmet, goggles. ear flaps flapping in the breeze. Yeah. Man, I'm having visions of Dumb and Dumber. Oh, man. And then crash like in his sidecar. <laughs> yes, I'll be the sidecar. That'd be no, hot. Chris, in fact, Chris Carr, you'll appreciate this. I took a, a dirt track class uh, about a year ago and uh, and in uh, Fresno here north of Los Angeles. And I, that was the first time I'd ever put my foot off the bike and was uh, dragging it around corners. And I actually thought about you. I said, man, if Carr could see me now, uh, it was it was not pleasant. It was the first thing that I've ever done in the motorsports uh, perspective that I was completely lost. <laughs> I had, I had, You're not the first to go to a flat track school and get lost. That's I had okay. absolutely no idea what I was doing or even why. <laughs> hey, at least you tried, though. I did. I did give it a shot. It took about eight months for my knee to get squared away. I fell so much, but uh, I, you know, it was. I did feel like I eventually I was where I should have been on the first day, and this was after I think three days or whatever it was. Well, there it you go. was. It was scary. You know, we're out here in Indianapolis for the inaugural Red Bull MotoGP, and what those guys did today on the track mm. is just completely beyond comprehension. We will talk a lot about the MotoGP race later on today, but Chris, I have to say that all two-wheel motorsports require massive huevos in order for you guys to do what you do, but I think flat track, there are so many guys from other disciplines of, motor, of motorcycles that just say flat track is by far the hardest. You can't get me to do it. Why is that? I mean, you guys are always, what, what do you call your little foot peg? You're peg to peg all the time. You know, I don't really know exactly because, you know, for me, it's, you know, it's normal. You know, <laughs> talk to somebody else that, you know, rides motocross or road races and di and grew up doing those. And they'll sit there and see say that we're nuts. Like I, you know, later in the show, we got Travis Pastrana on tonight. And I think that guy's nuts for doing a double black backflip. There's no way I'm going to try it. All right. But uh, flat track, you know, it's got great lineage to MotoGP. Hell yeah. Hayden. Hence the reason for the, the Indy Mile last night. Yeah, Nikki Hayden, Kenny Nikki. Roberts Sr., Junior, Curtis Roberts, all those guys. Wayne Rainey. Yeah, you know, Wayne Rainey. Eddie uh, Lawson. Schwantz, right? Schwantz did a little bit of flat track. Um, but, you know, it's it's one of those things where, you know, it's a great training ground for road racers, especially if they want to go ride the high horsepower stuff down the road. Well, Valentino Rossi said something about Nicky Hayden a couple – it might have been his rookie year. He said, Nicky Hayden is just brave. And a lot of people took it as a condescending comment saying, whoa, are you talking down to Nicky Hayden? He explained himself in Indianapolis this weekend saying – Yes, I said Nicky Hayden was brave because he came from America where the tracks might not be as safe as they are on our circuit in MotoGP, but also because he does flat track like it's nothing, and that's where he gets all, that's where he honed his skills. And that's what he, Valentino Rossi himself thought flat track was crazy. So we'll talk a little bit more about the Red Bull MotoGP that went off at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. 50-mile-an-hour winds, sheets of rain hitting guys going about 190, 190 miles an hour down the uh, the front stretch here at Indianapolis Motor 190, Speedway. 190, try 198. So, it was insane. We'll talk a little bit more with that. We'll talk, of course, a little bit more with Chris Carr, seven-time AMA flat track champion. We'll talk about 
Kyle Busch going from number one with all those bonus points to being pushed down, I think, number seven after that piece Eight. of crap that he laid there at uh, New Hampshire. We'll talk about the fight that went off for the NASCAR truck race. But more importantly, I want to get to that big-ass winner from New Hampshire. As I said, he's won about 16, 17 races in a row. And what I like about Ron Because Hornaday, of us, by the way. That I know, mojo. the Speed Freaks mojo. What Absolutely. I like about Ron Hornaday and a, a number of other drivers, if something happens during the week, they're getting their ass kicked throughout the week or they're getting all these questions about something that happened with them, they come in the Freak Nation they feel like it's kind of home to them. And I think that's what yeah. may feel to Ron Hornaday. What's up there, Ron Hornaday? know how you feel about me. You just call me a big ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, welcome home. Well, that's, but that's kind of what I'm saying, Ron. Look, you got your ass kicked all last week with what was going on. and Screw w- them. Screw ESPN, listen, by the way. Yeah, screw. Not in, I didn't say that, Crash. I did. Okay. You got your ass kicked last week. And it's it, it, for a guy that's come in here a hundred times like yourself, it, you feel a little better about coming into a place where you're welcome? Always. You know that. I mean, you guys are uh, family here. I really appreciate what you guys do for me, and uh, this is cool. I mean, uh, the same truck we ran last week, turn around and win this week. But what happened to Mojo and Johnny? He finished second. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. We, maybe, maybe we just need to ask him to call in and then not take his call so we can put a little more pressure on that Mojo for him. I'm getting so many gray hairs. I mean, uh, Johnny is running sixth, seventh again. I mean, last week I talked to you. And he's running sixth, seventh, eighth, and he puts two tires on. I can see that. But I mean, Johnny, I mean, short runs and restarts come out there, and he, he, he like he looked like uh, John Force of the restarts. I mean, he was passing Bopple and all them guys on the inside. It's like, man, how many restarts we got left? Because you're gonna pass me. But it was actually pretty cool. Uh, Johnny fishing second at uh, the beginning of the race, side by side. I think we ran 15, 20 laps side by side. And it was a good race for us. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner from New Hampshire, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And Hornaday, sitting here in the Lucas Oil Studios with us, is seven-time AMA Flat Track Champion Chris Carr from Stockton, California, by the way. And you being a former motorcycle guy, you got to appreciate what this happy bastard Chris Carr's done, seven-time AMA Flat Track Champion. Those dudes have balls. He is the man, because I've been down to... Um, where were we at? Uh, it has to be on the other side of Moore Park. Um, watch it three or four times on the flat track. And, uh, Moorpark, California? Yeah, I was on the other side of that. It had to be like, uh, it's on the other side of Moorpark, Mighty. i got to ask my wife. Hold on. <laughs> Live radio. Oh, it's Ventura. I'm sorry, Ventura. He, he ran Ventura a couple times when I was there when I was a kid. Really? I ran there when you were a kid? <laughs> yeah. Come on uh, now, Ron. I was a little older than you were, but yeah. You were a kid and I wasn't. <laughs> there you go. That's great. So, uh, Ron, I gotta ask you. You got your start in two wheels. Were you a, were you a desert hound out there doing uh, chasing the rabbits through the through the desert in Southern California growing up? No, not at all. I was actually uh, race motocross. Yeah. Back with Billy Payne and all them guys. There you go. Damn. But, I, I didn't know. I didn't know till tonight that you had gotten your start in two wheels. So I, I found that kind of interesting. A lot of, a lot of people in the car game right now, especially NASCAR, has a has some roots in two wheels. So it's a, it's good to see the two wheel guys doing good. Congratulations on your success. Well, thank you. I, I was really impressed uh, this week in uh, the Camping World uh, East race. Uh, Ricky Carmichael in there and. Uh, Moved from the back all the way to the front, and uh, I was going for the lead, and actually ran out of gas with three to go. So, I mean, oh. he's got a lot of talent in these four wheels, so I'm looking forward to him moving up. 
Oh, that's great to hear. Ron Hornaday, you've been running in the NASCAR Truck Series and, of course, the old Bush Series, and, of course, you're running Cup every now and then. And, and you look at guys like Ricky Carmichael that call him the greatest of all time in motocross and supercross. You're not stupid. You know you've got to have young, talented blood like Ricky Carmichael to come in and replenish the seats of those old bastards leaving in NASCAR, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, that's what that's what makes the NASCAR Crash and Truck Series interesting. Them kids trying to make a name for themselves. Us old guys trying to put trophies on the shelf, and uh, it just it, it puts on a great show. I mean, uh, I just I think Ricky's going to get an opportunity to run a couple of truck races next year. I know he's going to run three or four ARCA races for KHI, so uh, I'm looking forward to see Ricky. I mean, he's he's awesome, and a lot of guys started on two wheels. Clint Boyer started on two wheels, and there's a lot of guys out there that's done it, so it, it, it's pretty interesting. Well, here's something, Statman, you're going to find this real interesting. A little cat was let out of the bag today at the MotoGP race in Indy. This was on the post-race broadcast. Jeff Ward, another guy, got started in in two-wheel, went four-wheel racing, IndyCar. Now he's back in two-wheel. Anyway, he mentioned that he was talking. It's obviously him. He's talking to Ricky Carmichael and somebody else. Kenny, there was another big name. Duhamel. Oh, Miguel Duhamel. They are looking to get into Grand Am racing next year. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Grand Am. I'm telling you, Grand Am is the best motor sports racing and sports cars of all of them. And uh, it's just difficult to understand why people don't give it more support. Would you well, ever run a, a road racing uh, Ron Hornaday? Would you ever get involved in that? I know you did well when the trucks ran on the road, but would you ever get in a Grand Am car? Uh, if I got an opportunity, I'd drive anything. You know that. I mean, that's that's like my office. I'll steering wheel and gas pedal. I'll I'll drive anything. I do remember years ago, like the first or second year of the truck series, you and Skinner were banging around in. Um, I think it was Topeka, Kansas, and the two of you were wheel to wheel, bumping and banging each other. And uh, I forget who won, but I just remember I said, "Man, that's that's some fabulous racing." And that was one of the first races that really got me hooked on truck racing. Yeah, that's when uh, Rick and- Rick Hendricks actually drove that race himself, and uh, I-, I think I ended up winning the first inaugural race there at Topeka. So uh, maybe maybe I did, but maybe I did. But it was- Topeka is a hot race. I mean, 117 degrees outside and go down the front straight on the drag strip and just see all the heat come off the thing. So, yeah, it was, uh, it was fun. I wish the Truck Series would go back to road course racing. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series winner from New Hampshire, joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. He got the biggest Q&A of his life the last week, week and a half, and then look what happens at the race. He wins the race, and then it gets overshadowed with the onion, big-ass Todd <laughs> Bodine, and David Starr going toe-to-toe, helmet-to-helmet, fist-to-fist. It was a melee for five minutes. Hornaday, would your teammates yeah. would your teammates ever walk over trying to start kicking the ass of another driver, like what happened between Bodine and Starr? I, I didn't think Bodine even got out of his truck until the whole thing was done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that, that was actually the pit crews and stuff like that, and that that's not right. I mean, it happens. what happens to the drivers should stay with the drivers, but uh, I look like the pit crew guy grabs David's Gave a star out of there, and uh, a lot of problems then. Yeah, it was kind of ugly. Ron, Ron Hornaday, how do you feel? Uh, I, I, I kind of changed. I'm changing a lot of th- what I feel about this stuff. But how do you feel about this bump and run thing? I know on short tracks, if you send a guy into the wall, you go back to the end of the line, and I, somehow. Putting a guy into the wall and still having a chance to win just doesn't seem right, even in the major leagues of racing like the truck series. Well, the, the problem you go to Loudon is the track's so flat, and if you really get close to him, you actually can spin the guy out. But uh, I didn't see all the incidents and all that stuff, and I'm not going to comment on it. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I mean, if you, you, you're, you're 
front nose hit somebody, your back bumper, and they go in the fence, I think you should go to the back of the line. But I can't comment on none of it other than uh, luckily they kicked the glory off me. I mean, I won the race, and all of a sudden they were showing the fight on the race. So <laughs> uh, it was uh, pretty interesting. Ron Hornaday, NASCAR Truck Series pilot, joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. The guy benefited from the Speed Freaks mojo. What is this, three in a row, four in a row for you? Two, just two. Damn it. But we've did had him t- on three shows in a row. Yeah, did you tell Benson about that and say, dude, you got to get, you got to take care of some business here? Well, I'm not going to never miss your phone call, trust me. <laughs> <'cause>, uh... <laughs> dude, we, we have like your number to your crapper in your house. We have all your numbers. You can't get away from us. Yeah, the bad part is when I went to grab it, I had was was out of toilet paper in that one, so I had to go to the next house phone. I'm in my bedroom phone now. So, look, I, I I've, think... I've had my, I've had, we've had this show wiped in many a places. Trust me. Oh boy. <laughs> Where are you going with this one? <laughs> I'm not going to take it anywhere, Hornaday. We just appreciate you with all the rigmarole you went through this past week and people giving the Q and A. What what gone down, what went down with you? We're just happy you took the time out to come in the Freak Nation. I appreciate that. You guys are family, and I appreciate what you guys do for me, and uh, hopefully I can keep calling you. I mean, uh, just keep giving Vince in that mojo. Like, <laughs> I have no, no idea. That but negative mojo. Like, yeah, he finished like third, now second. How can he finish like sixth or seventh where he's been running all day? Hey, but I mean, still, 20 points. If you can just keep gnawing away 20 points each week, you'll be fine. You'll, you'll take the championship. There's enough. There's not enough air in North Carolina to keep me doing what we've done. I mean, to lead the most laps and Johnny to finish behind me, I don't know how old I can stay young, you know, just with the hair dye and all that stuff. So Johnny's uh, definitely a clean racer. It, it really looks fun uh, at the beginning. I don't know what the fans thought, but uh, Johnny and I raced, what, 10, 15 laps side by side, and uh, it, it shows what the NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series is made all about. Ronnie, well, forget the hair dye. Just do Camping World yellow and blue. Just do something funky with your hair so you don't have to worry about it. It can still grow, so I can probably do that. <laughs> Seriously, dude. Will you dye it if you win the championship? Dye it bright yellow and blue? You know what? Let me ask Delaney, and I'll be more than glad to. <laughs> you know what? We could, uh, oh, let's, uh, let's I'm, I'm going to really put you on the spot, Hornaday. Let's do it. Uh, you're let's, do it. let's do it. If you win the championship, Ron Hornaday... I'll call Delana, and you'll dye your hair yellow if you do. Hold if on you... a minute. Hold on a minute. Hold on. Let okay. Me it right here. You ask Wendy. Hold on. Okay. All right. Hello. Hey, hey, everybody in the Freak Nation, this is Ron Hornaday's wife, Wendy. <laughs> Lindy. Lindy's joining us here in the Freak Nation. And, Lindy, listen to me. We're going to get Ron Hornaday, if you don't mind. I don't think you're going to mind on this one. When he wins the championship in the truck series, He's going to dye his hair yellow, Camping World yellow, and then we'll shave it off and donate it to charity. <laughs> you know what? He'd probably do that. <laughs> <laughs> and and if, he do, if he does that, Speed Freaks will, will donate uh, Statman's paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that and the stamp will get you yeah. the mail. <laughs> We got to figure out something here, Lindy, to give him more of a mojo to win the championship, to get him to change his hair and shave it and donate to charity and all that happy stuff. Well, we'll have to do that at the end of the year, though. <laughs> <laughs> now, would he would he wear a Speed Freaks thong Ooh. for charity at the awards banquet? Ugh. Uh, I think that might be pushing it. <laughs> well, Lindy, we'll work something out, darling. If you get him back on the phone, but sweetheart, thank you for coming to the Freak Nation. You're welcome. All right. <laughs>
You got to laugh at all the way you said to me. Hornaday, she just agreed. When you win the championship in the NASCAR Truck Series, you will wear a. I never, I you, never heard her say yes. So you, she yeah, yeah. she said she confirmed that you will wear a Speed Freaks thong to the NASCAR Truck Series banquet. Uh, that, I, I was talking about hair dye. Where, where are you going with thongs? <laughs> Brian Scott does that. <laughs> we got a picture of it. I want to put it on your internet. I'll send it to you. Oh, nice. <laughs> where are you going oh. Toyota? So I got to show them that. That's true. Speaking of tea bags. <laughs> <laughs> wow, Hornaday. Good luck sleeping after this interview. I guess. Thanks, guys. I appreciate all the help. <laughs> Hey, dude, thanks for coming in. We'll figure out something about dyeing your hair yellow and charity and all that stuff. You bring it, and I'll do it. You know that. All right, man. Good night. Good night. See you guys. Bye. All right. Ron Hornaday, your NASCAR Truck Series winner from New Hampshire. Stat man, you couldn't, you, you couldn't, even, you couldn't weigh that interview down with 400 pounds to try and – that was just insane. That's pretty. That's pretty wild, you know, to have his wife come on, and she didn't say anything. We said, "Yeah, you could do it." Maybe at the end of the year. I mean, she didn't care less about the guy, you know. Yeah, dyed yellow. I don't care. Just bring win the championship. Bring on that check. Wow. All right, Freak Nation. When we continue more with Chris Carr, seven-time AMA Flat Track champion, and when we talk to him, I will prove. I will prove that Chris Carr has bigger huevos than Kyle Busch. I will prove. Prove it. I will prove it. What? Yeah. Chris Carr and I were talking about the size of man's huevos in motorsports earlier tonight. Is it the taller you are, the smaller they are? No, it has nothing to do with that. (laughs) Well, because Kyle's tall and Chris is short. No, it has nothing to do with it. So we'll talk about the fight for the NASCAR truck race. I mean, literal fight. Hopefully you guys saw that after New Hampshire where David Starr and Todd Bodine's crew went after it. We'll talk about Kyle Busch getting his ass kicked, being pushed all the way down to number eight. And we'll talk about what has Travis Pastrana, what scared Travis Pastrana. Yeah, that's true. I think we might get out of Travis Pastrana. Nothing scares Travis. Well, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't believe it, no. What else? Oh, Adam Carolla. Yeah. Radio star, TV star, movie star. He's coming up in the Speed Freaks pits. More coming up. This weekend in racing was all about Red Bull and Red Flags. Yes, NASCAR Sprint Cup race, Red Flag. Today's MotoGP race in Indy, Red Flagged. The flat track race last night in Indy, Red Flagged. But let's start with the Red Bull. It was that Red Bull MotoGP here in Indy. Gosh, the first motorcycle race held at this track since 1909, almost 100 years ago. And then also, it was Red Bull taking their first win in Formula One. Let's get to it. MotoGP race was amazing. I'm not even going to begin to tell you the entire stories. Go to my column this week, but let's just say history was made. Valentino Rossi took the win, moved himself on top of the series as the all-time winningest rider, and put his name alongside Indy first-timers Michael Schumacher, Jeff Gordon, and Ray Haroon. Yes, history. Go to my column for all the storm stories from the Red Bull VIP pits, by the way. Now to Formula One, Sebastian Vettel took his maiden win. 
also a first for Red Bull in F1, and he was the youngest winner in F1 history when he crossed the finish line first in in Monza. Now, remember, guys, this used to be the team formerly known as Minardi. Yeah, that's big stuff. Other goings on, Greg Biffle won the Sprint Cup race in Loudoun. Ron Hornaday won in the trucks. And our guest of honor, excuse me, Chris Carr, took a large one in the Indy Flat Track race Saturday night. We'll talk more with him on that later. NHRA, it was Steve Johnson, Tony Schumacher, Justin Humphreys, and Jack Beckman. Seven out of ten Danica Patrick fans know the alphabet. <sighs> Whatever. Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio. Redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent. You got some tranny problems? Well, then go get yourself some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix. It's non-solvent, formula stop slip, hesitation, and rough shifting in worn transmissions and completely eliminates most seal leaks. It lowers operating temperatures, stops foaming, and you can use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in any transmission for preventative maintenance. You can also use Lucas Oil Transmission Fix in light-duty manual transmissions to increase shifting ease and transmission life. Shoot by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Transmission Fix today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Mopar has been uniquely successful at bringing its proud heritage into the 21st century. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude, a culture, and a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. On the street, at the track, or in the backwoods, Mopar rides with you. Hey, this is Matt Land with Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. At Dixie Chopper, we understand that productivity is a function of horsepower over time. That's why we've spent 28 years developing the world's fastest, the most economical, the most environmentally friendly lawnmower in the United States. Go to DixieChopper.com to find the closest dealer to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Freak Nation, backed by popular demand, it's the Continental Tire Ultimate Adventure. Purchase four Continental brand tires valued at $499 or more, excluding taxes, fees, and road hazard policies, and you'll receive a Navigon 2000S GPS Navigator. That's right. Load up four Continental tires valued at $499 or more, and you'll take home a sweet GPS from Navigon. It's the ultimate adventure from the official tire of the Freak Nation, Continental Tires. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with the Freaks. Statman, Crash, Kenny Sargent. Sitting in with us as the fourth Freak tonight, seven-time AMA flat track champion Chris Carr. Coming up to Speed Freaks Pits, Adam Carolla, radio star, movie star, TV star, of course, dancing with the stars, <laughs> has the new shoe, new shoe and new show, Top Gear, and of course, the morning show host for our Los Angeles affiliate, Free FM 97.1. So Adam Carolla, he's going to be coming up in here, he had a big-ass article in Motor Trend, he's just a full-fledged motorhead, so we'll be talking to him. Also coming up, X Game, gold medalist, 17 times over. Travis Pastrana. I thought it was 16. He's got three now. Count them. Three 
Rally America Championships. Damn. Also, here's your phone number, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257. You can also text us. Text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. Text the word FREAK and your message to 25827. Of course, the website, speedfreaks.tv. You miss any of this show, miss any of our conversation with Ron Horn today talking about thongs, coloring his hair, go on to speedfreaks.tv. And how he was a kid when he saw Chris Carr race. Oh, God. <laughs> who the hell? Was, who did he have you confused with, Chris Carr? I have no idea. You're 41 years old, and Ron Hornaday just hit 50 or just over 50, so <laughs> he had you confused. <laughs> I, is it a requirement to have Alzheimer's to run the truck series oh. now? Is that what's going on? Oh I'm, I'm just trying to figure this out because uh, I don't remember ever racing at Ventura, but that's okay, Ron. We forgive you. <laughs> he's, he's got some sort of a, a championship thing on his mind. I don't know. It's... Uh, Taking up his brain. Stat, do you realize it was almost seven years to the day when we met Chris Carr? Seven years to the day. I remember the. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember the conditions on which we met Chrissy. Yeah. That was uh, quite, a, <laughs> quite an evening at the old. Uh, Bar stay in there. Huh? Yeah, it was it was for the sack mile, and it, it 9/11 had happened four or five days earlier, mm-hmm. and we made a trip. Stat Crash and myself made a trip up to the sack mile, and that's the first place that we met Chris Carr. And now here we are, seven years later. Damn it, and he's sitting in the Lucas Oil Studios, and we're talking about Kyle Busch, who goes into the Nextel, excuse me, the Sprint Cup chase in New Hampshire this afternoon. Is number one, had all the bonus points lit up, and then. Ends the race, falls seven spots to number eight. Guess who he took out? Jamie McMurray. So it couldn't have happened to a better guy. <laughs> Kyle Busch takes out McMurray. But I want to talk about the size of NASCAR drivers' huevos versus uh, flat track guys' huevos. Now, Chris Carr, now seriously, you're, you're putting your balls on that, on that bike, 130, 140 miles an hour, on a mild dirt track. With sliding. Sliding, all right? Stat, what would you say? Maybe, I, and we'll ask Chris. But Stat, what do you think of the? What do you think's the biggest angle, degree angle that they're sliding that rear end? What do you think? Maybe I don't 30 know. It degrees? depends. It depends on how they preload that uh, center seat there. You know, you may yeah. have to uh, <laughs> lean it to one side to get him a little advantage going into the into the turn. Chris Carr, what's the furthest distance that you're putting that right rear tire out there as you're sliding around going into turn one, going through turn two, three, and four? Uh, I'd, I'd probably say we were. Near 45 degree at times uh, through the day. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, 45 degrees. I mean, I, I, a couple times in practice in the heat race when the track was a little slick, we had the thing full lock through the apex. So, yeah, we were uh, we were hooking it up. But in the main event, uh, some rubber laid down on the track. It became a little bit more like road racing. Um, we didn't we didn't do that near as much, and the lap times dropped. So it was uh, we went from riding like a speedway guy to riding like a MotoGP guy, getting the wheels in line and and going for it. So uh, changing conditions at the Indy Mile last night. All right, well, wow. Chris Carr, I'm I'm going to put you on the spot about the size of your uh, your manhood here. You're doing that all on a bike. You have not the protection of a roll cage or or the barrier of a car. You do have an air fence, okay, and they do have soft walls in NASCAR. But you can't tell me that your huevos are not bigger than NASCAR drivers on that bike. You've got to have some pretty good sized stuff. Well, it helps, I guess. Um, I've never measured them, right? And I certainly haven't measured anybody else's. But uh, one of the things I've said. I've, people comment, man, you guys are nuts. you got to have big balls or whatever. And, and my, my, I have a stock answer to that. 
I said it doesn't take big balls because they just get in the way. Very you know, you can't just, you know, flick the bike around and do what you got to do if you got a big set dangle in there. Right. That means nothing. Absolutely nothing. Because, Stat, as you know, you have a five-point seat belt in the stock car, so you, you can't have a whole lot there if you're ratcheting it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be it's got to be crazy. I, you know, I'm sitting here listening to him, and we talk about uh, when these guys lean over in road racing, and uh, you know, they even lean to not just their knee but their elbow sometimes goes down to the ground. Uh, and here, these guys are out there on dirt, and they're leaning over just as far almost. Uh, Chris Carr, did you ever think about going and racing on pavement? That did that ever enter your mind? Actually, I did road race um, for three years in the '90s. I was a Harley-Davidson factory superbike rider from 1995 through 1997. So I did follow the AMA Superbike Series for three years. And then they hired some guy from Canada after that, took my job, and I went back dirt tracking and went out and beat the factory Harley team for about seven years. Wait, America's America's brand motorcycle went out and hired a furner to run the American (laughs) bike? Furner. No way. Uh, Yes, sir. Wow. Yes, it is. <laughs> I don't understand that one either, but it was in the days of the VR1000. Their first uh, first rider, their big-name rider, was Miguel Duhamel. And uh, Miguel, uh, I went when I went and tried out for, for the Superbike team, he was still on the on the Harley team at that time. And at the end of 94, we did a tr- tryout at Blackhawk Farms in Beloit, uh, Wisconsin, Illinois, right there on the border. And uh, at the end of the day, he just absolutely wadded his a vr 1000 and then the next week he signed with honda and i got a contract with him so <laughs> um amazing how things work out that way but oh, uh, yes he was a good teammate for for three days anyhow so chris carr seven time ama flat track champion joins us here in the speed Freaks well, hold, on, hold on so your proof then you said you teased us before the break that you have proof that kyle bush's balls are much smaller than chris carr kyle bush nascar spring cup driver chris carr flat track champion the proof being the five-point harness Flat track guys don't wear a seatbelt, so they can have them as big as possible. Kyle Busch, on the other hand, that, that fifth part that comes through his legs, it'd be too hard if you had big balls. That is not the proof. The proof oh. that I'm going – and it's not even going to be through my uh, – through my um, – I don't even want to Measurement? Go, yeah, through my, yeah, through my <laughs> measurement. It's going, to be oh, yeah. through the, it's going to be through the Freak Nation via texting. And if you have the balls to get on the phone to tell me that Chris Carr, AMA oh. flat track champion – has bigger huevos than any NASCAR stock car driver out there. Wow. You've got to text the word freak, yes or no. Text the word freak and yes or no. Chris Carr, AMA Flat Track Champion, does he have bigger huevos than NASCAR drivers? Text the word freak to 25827. Text the word freak and your message to 25827. Or get on the horn and really show your huevos, Freak Nation, to 86. 69 freaks. Oh, yeah. 866-937-3257. I'm going to lay it out there right now. I'm putting the I'm putting the pressure on the Freak Nation right now to come to my rescue to prove that AMA flat track riders on these bikes. How, how, much, how many cc's, car? Uh, 750 cc's. All right, 750 cc's. A cup car is maybe about 800 horsepower. Your horsepower is maybe 110. Somewhere in there, yeah. All right, oh, but the size of the machine's much smaller. And and you guys are going bar to bar. You're 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 so close. You could smell what the guy had last night for dinner. Hey, one time Scott Parker drafted by me and hit me in the huevos. No. Yep. Really? Seriously? Yeah. Yeah. Practice. Have he actually took his hand and reached over and hit you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Have but you ever done that to somebody thick. else? 
Well, it didn't hurt, but, I mean, he attempted to hit me, and it, he missed. But. Well, did you hear stat? Have you ever tried to punch somebody else in the huevos? Uh, no, not at speed. No. Oh, come on. I try to keep my hands to myself. But we have reached over and just kind of, hey, I'm here. Just so you know, don't pull over on me and, you know, turn into the wall like they do at Bristol. But, uh, uh, you know, we, we have had to kind of warn each other that, hey, you got somebody, you're outside here. Because, you know, we don't have spotters. We don't have guys holding up lap boards. We don't have onboard communications to the pits or anything like that. Hans devices. Hans devices, you name it. Uh, but every now and then uh, we got to tap a guy on the shoulder or tap him on the leg or flip him off, whatever, you know. But how often is that a friendly tap? I mean, there have got to be guys out there that really do want to stir it up with, with somebody, and they want to cause a fight on the track. No. <laughs> really? No? There, there are no fights at speed. You know, like you said, though, there's no roll cages. You know, mm-hmm. we're wearing helmets and leathers. You're doing a buck 20, and you start tumbling. <laughs> that stuff kind of goes out the window. The helmet's a good helmet, but... Uh, you know, the leathers, they're more for abrasion and, and putting your sponsors on there when you're doing those kinds of speeds. So, Freak Nation, yeah. I need your help. We've already got some text in here, but text the word FREAK to 25827. Text the word FREAK with yes or no to 25827. Chris Carr, seven-time AMA flat track champion. Are his huevos bigger than any other NASCAR driver out there? All right, is his way, are his huevos bigger than Kyle Busch's? Yes or <laughs> well, no? I think you'll get an overwhelming yes on that Text one. the yeah. word FREAK. Oh, yeah. And yes or no to 25827. Right now, seven people say yes, two people say one says no, and one says never. So text the word never. for So your head, seven to two. Seven to two, your huevos are bigger than NASCAR drivers, Chris Carr. Hey, all right. I'm leading another race this week. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Stat, we got to get him in here more often, don't we? Yeah, he had, he pulled something else off. We could talk about uh, after the show, but he pulled something else off, off that really impressed me uh, earlier when uh, some of his production values. That's... <laughs> That was, uh, I was impressed to hear that come out of his mouth. Let me also say this, Freak Nation, and I'm putting Chris Chris Carr's huevos up against anybody's out there right now. I'm going to tell you why. This son of a bitch sitting eight eight feet from me holds the land speed record on two wheels, damn it. 350 miles an hour in Bonneville. You can't tell me that that man's junk is not down to his freaking Ankles. Skechers. <laughs> hey, but I, I have to tell you something, though. In the, in the motorcycle streamliner, I wore a five-point safety harness. <laughs> <So> <laughs> I was strapped into that, baby. <laughs> more, more people are coming in with these texts, Chris Carr, saying your huevos are bigger. Right now, I think it's 13 to 3. Your huevos are bigger than NASCAR drivers' huevos. That's phenomenal because the popularity of NASCAR, with all 75 million fans that they have, the popularity of NASCAR... <laughs> That the freak nation's coming to your rescue, saying that your manhood is bigger than any other cup driver doing what you do with the AMA Flat Track Series. 130 miles an hour on a bike on dirt, putting it 45 degree angles, going into turn one is crazy. Well, I gotta thank the freak nation for defending me out there. Um, I'm not so sure about this uh, this little contest on who's were bigger than who's, but uh, let's just say all the racers out there, no matter what they're doing. They gotta have them to go good. So, uh, oh, yeah. you know, it's uh, it's one of those deals where we're racers and we're uh, we're not all you know wrapped right from time to time. All right, real quick, <laughs> let's go to let's go to Rich on line one. Rich, you're on with Speed Freaks. What do you think? Chris Carr's huevos bigger than any of the NASCAR drivers? What do you think? Oh, uh, there's no doubt. Anybody that's rolling dirt's gotta be gotta be hands down ahead of those little NASCAR girly boys. Girly <laughs> <Really>, boys. <laughs> Why do you why do you think that is because of the lack of protection that these guys have, or that that, that those that you're right, stock car drivers may have a little bit more femininity to them. 
there's a, I, I'm not a big fan of asphalt, never have been. I've been around the Dirt Late Model Series for a long time, and uh, I've also had the opportunity to meet Chris at uh, Springfield and, and DeCoin, and, and, you know, these are, guys, are just fantastic guys. One of these you guys got to keep in mind, though, what these guys are doing is a, is a lot like what a lot of guys do. Um, they make it look tough. They make it look hard, but they're really not pushing that bike out that deep. They're under control at all times, um, especially if you see these guys run. Wow, hell, they're sitting there side-by-side side going over 100 and bumping the other guy with their hands or pulling on their bike trying to get them shook up. Yeah. All right, Rich checking in from Illinois saying that Chris Carr's huevos are bigger than any other NASCAR driver out there. NASCAR Nation, where are you? Can you come to the defense of your stock car drivers, Tony Stewart, Jeff Gordon, Dale Earnhardt, all those Greg Biffle who won this afternoon in New Hampshire? Are their huevos bigger than Chris Carr's? My God, 8669-FREAKS, 866-937-3257, or text the word FREAK with yes or no. To two five eight two seven, dude, you've got a lot of fans out there. Car, this is insane. That's good to hear. All right, we'll get to more of your phone calls, and, and we'll talk about the size of Chris Carr's huevos versus NASCAR's huevos. Wow, we're doing a and lot I wanna, of ball I want to also find out if you've ever blown some gas, if you've ever <laughs> farted in some guy's face at one hundred thirty miles thirty miles an hour coming out of turn four. All right? Boy, I don't know about this show. Yeah, where it's is really, it going? It's I gone know. to the toilet. Now, More but. freaks. <laughs> Stat, don't leave, man. More freaks coming up. This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on the Versus Network. Coming up Sunday, September 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern, it's the Super Clean Knoxville National Sprints. Check your local listings to find more details or log on to motorsportshour.com. It's the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on Versus. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio Redefined. Freak Nation, I know you're familiar with Lucas Oil for your trucks and automobiles, but did you know Lucas has your motorcycle oil too? For years, Lucas has been blending high-performance motor and gear oils for the racing industry. That led to the development of true racing oils that far exceed all manufacturer specifications and can outlast other oils up to four times on the track or on the street. If you're a street cruiser or one that runs it wide open on the dirt, get Lucas high-performance motorcycle oil today. Check out lucasoil.com for more information. Lucas Oil, the official oil of the freaks. Hey, Freak Nation, it's time to strip off those outer layers and wear nothing but freak wear. Guys, go get the most popular T-shirt and let the ladies ask you this summer. Got freak? And ladies, get ready to flaunt your top sides in Speed Freak's good-looking cap sleeves and short sleeves. And feel free to make it an entire ensemble with the Speed Freak's thongs. Go get it now, Speed Freaks, at speedfreaks.tv. That's speedfreaks.tv and hit the freak wear button for your warm weather freak wear. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX? In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact Tires deliver great hand and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. 
Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're back with Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, 8669 Freaks, or text the word freak, yes or no. Chris Carr, seven-time AMA flat track champion, are his way most bigger than NASCAR drivers. Let's go to, who is that? Let's go to John and Ann Armour. John, you're on with Speed Freaks. Whose way most are bigger? Go ahead, John. Hey, Freaks. Oh, definitely Chris Carr. I have been to the Indy Mile, and I've been to NASCAR, and uh, throwing those bikes at 110 sideways is just crazy. Statman, I'm surprised John is calling after he, after his team got his ass kicked by Notre Dame this, oh. this past weekend. Ted <laughs> <laughs> did too, but hey, my team really sucks this year. <laughs> oh, he's in, oh. Hey, John, we, we missed your voice coming to the Freak Nation, but but uh, hey, thanks for calling. We agree with you, John. That uh, well, at least I do. That Chris Carr is no, uh, I do. Chris I Carr's do. man, who is a little bit bigger than uh, our NASCAR boys my- out there. You know, we should get Chris now, Carr's wife and Kyle Bush's girlfriend on, and then we can have a You know, now, the one thing I can say, now, Chris Carr, you know I love you, I love what you do, but I've seen guys, superbike guys and MotoGP guys at 190-plus two-wheel drift the uh, bikes into uh, turns. they got to have some strange ones themselves. <laughs> strange and on that strangeness, we're going to take another break, pay a bill or two. Actually, probably pay some lawyer bills. We're talking about all this man. You know, somebody's going to try and sue us on this same thing. All right, when we continue, Adam Carolla, movie star, TV star, radio star, he's coming to the Speed Freaks Pits. We'll continue our conversation with seven-time AMA champion Chris Carr and Travis Pastrana coming up Speed Freaks Pits. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You are listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio, redefined. Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. (laughs) 
Well, you know the saying, now is as good a time as any, even when it comes to mowing your lawn. But for Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower, now is a better time to buy than, well, next year. Just like car dealerships, Dixie Chopper wants to sell their 2008 models to make room for the 09s. But for you, you'll get them at a lower price. Propane, residential, or commercial, Dixie Chopper has all the right choices. Hit up the website, DixieChopper.com now. Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower of the Freak Nation. Is this the sound of your spring? Listen. The rhythm, the beat, the sound, the heat. Your heart ever beat to this sound of spring? Freakware will make your spring sing. Freakware at speedfreaks.tv. There's tees and caps, halters and hats. The beat, the heat, the rhythm, the treat. From Freakware, speedfreaks.tv. That's Freakware. Speedfreaks.tv. TV, TV. Hey, Freak Nation, it's Kenny Sargent with Speed Freaks, and now the exterior of your motorcycle can match the internal performance that you've come to expect from Lucas Oil. It's Lucas Slick Mist, and it's the perfect quick detailer for any application you can think of. Specially formulated for safe interaction on paint, glass, vinyl, even Lexan. Lucas Slick Mist, showroom shine in a bottle. Available at AutoZone and other fine automotive retailers. Lucas Oil Slick Mist, the detailer for Speed Freaks. Speed Freaks is brought to you by Budweiser and the Casey Kane number nine Budweiser Dodge Charger. Budweiser, great American lager. You're back to Statman, Crash Gladys. I'm Kenny Sargent, seven-time AMA flat track champion Chris Carr, still in here. Also coming up, Adam Carolla, radio star, movie star, TV star. Got a big old article in Motor Trend. Was it last month? This guy's got a crazy collection of cars. How's that? Also, Travis Pastrana. Gold medalist from the X Games, three-time Rally America champion. Stat, did he clinch it today? The, the, his third championship today, Stat. Yeah, at Rally Colorado. Yeah. Damn. So we'll get Pastrana in here, and see what you know. We'll see what Pastrana's scared of. We'll see if, the, if there's anything out there that Travis Pastrana's scared. You can't of. tell me that the double backflip bitch is scared of anything. He's not. Yeah. Let's go to Stat. Is Ronnie still there? Is Ron still on the phone? Yeah, just a sec. All right, let's go to Ronnie out in Detroit. We're talking about Chris Carr, AMA flat track champion. Who's got the bigger huevos, flat trackers or NASCAR stock car drivers? Ronnie, what do you think? Yeah, Speed Freaks and Chris Carr, what's happening? Hey, Ronnie. How much? How are you? Yeah. Yeah, a little bit of echo there. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hang in there. Um, uh, now, definitely any guy on a motorcycle, because, you know, no roll bar, no, no helmet, no, no uh, shoulder straps. Uh, l- let me ask uh, uh, Chris a quick question. Now, now Chris, uh, this, this goes way back to before you were born, but as far as the legends of uh, uh, California motorcycle racing uh, that, that, you've, that you've heard of along the, along the way, where does uh, Joe Leonard, the Indianapolis car driver, rank? Uh, and where, would you rank him? Fifth, the first, or where, how would you rank him, and who would you rank as the best motorcycle racer on dirt uh, of all time? Thanks, Ronnie. Well, I, w- I would say uh, Joe Leonard's certainly up there in the in the top fifteen or twenty all time as far as flat track is concerned. Um, they didn't run as many races back in those days. Their national championships were based on just winning one race at the Springfield Mile for many years. Um, but certainly he uh, he won his share of races, and he also had some success in four wheels. But 
currently, Scott Parker leads the win tally at 94. Um, he can be considered the the best flat tracker of all time. Um, but I would say that 1993 champion Ricky Graham in that year, 1993, was the toughest guy I ever had to compete for a single year. Wow. Well, let's Graham be honest there, Chris Carr. How many AMA flat track champions did Parker have? He has nine. He has nine. Oh. All-time leader. All right. You, you've got seven. So does that put you number two? Yes, I'm currently second in, in wins that's and championships. Ego. I mean, that's not ego. But you say you're the second best rider out there. I, no, Ever. I wouldn't say I'm second best. Uh, I'm, I'm just, I'm just yes. giving you stats. I'm, be, I'm, I'm the stat man on flat track tonight. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> nice. So statistically, you are the number two driver, uh, rider of all time in flat track. That's but correct. you're not saying that. I had, that's not for me to decide. I'm Aww. not going to say Scotty's better. I'm well, not going to say I'm better. Well, I mean, let me do this. We're different. Let me do this now on the Speed Freaks pits. Joining seven-time AMA flat track champion Chris Carr. Movie star with the hammer, TV star with the new show Top Gear coming out, and, of course, radio star, morning show host for our Los Angeles affiliate, 97.1 Free FM. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And, Adam, I've got, let me ask you, right out of the gate, in sure. the studio, in the Lucas Oil Studios, we have seven-time AMA flat track champion. This guy puts it out there, 130 miles an hour on the dirt on a bike. Now, are his huevos bigger than stock car drivers with seat belts and helmets and cars and safer barriers? Listen, anything on two wheels is hairier than anything on four. I mean, look, look my wife drives a car. She doesn't ride a motorcycle. So just right there. I like yeah, you already, of, Adam. Of course. The stuff, and, and to take it a step further, the stuff these guys are doing, like in the X Games, whether it be on a dirt bike, whether it be on a skateboard, or whether it be on a 250 Honda, is hairier than 90% of any sports that exists. And these guys should get recognition as the athletes they are. So, Whoa. Adam, do I, do I kind of detect in your voice that uh, stock car drivers are maybe kind of like pussies? Well, look, I'm just saying, it pretty, it, you know, almost any sport comes down to could you picture yourself doing it. I could, with a few beers in me, strap into a stock car and turn a few laps, and I would at least go for it. You know, it's that sort of thing, you know, would you rather – go a couple of rounds with Mike Tyson or maybe play first base for the Dodgers for one inning. You know what I'm saying? One of them you could picture yourself doing. The other you would never do. We could all picture ourselves strapping in 10 ways to Sunday and a stock car and turning a few laps, as hairy as it would be, but not, not on a flat track, not on two wheels. That's the you, voice guys, of... you guys still have the big uh, lead boot on your shoe? Yes, we do, and it's made of steel. Thank goodness uh, old legs like mine can't carry lead around, but uh, we do have the steel shoes on our left foot to help the foot slide across the dirt. Listen, I saw on any Sunday ten times. I know exactly what you do. <laughs> All right, you're the man. All-time classic movie right there. Yeah. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. And, and Carolla, since you've been a, now that you're going to be a part of Top Gear and this big-ass Motor Trend article that came out, a lot of folks didn't know this damn Jones that you have for cars, motorsports, and automotive product out there. Is this just something that you tried to embellish, or have you really been a big-ass fan all, all your life? Well, I've always been uh, nuts for cars and bikes and uh, all that kind of stuff. The problem is, is I was a carpenter, so I was always poor. And there's nothing worse than being poor and being really into Italian cars. 
uh, I had to kind of put my love on the back burner for a while because I also had to drive a truck because I was swinging a hammer for a living. And although I would have loved to have been, you know, zipping around and, you know, something with two seats and a roll bar, I couldn't afford it. All I could drive around was a Datsun, you know, you know, mini pickup truck with a lumber rack on it. Mm. So ever since, so ever since I got, and it was frustrating back in the day, you know, trying to build a Z car and, you know, trying to build a hot rod and trying to get some bikes and never having any money. So I, I just kind of put everything on the back burner. And then when I got into show business, I started making a few bucks. I just sort of went nuts again. That's awesome, though. That's Okay, so tell me you've been to Jay Leno's garage. Oh, many times. And is that not hot? Well, I will I will say this, and, and you guys, you know, probably can understand this. Uh, you know, I, I'm a wrencher, but I'm not a fabricator. You know, there's a difference between guys who do, you, you know, wrench around on their car and guys who get into full-blown fabrication, you know, get out the heliarch and start making a man manifold for a Duesenberg that doesn't exist. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Leno is badass. I mean, he has full CNC machinery in his shop. If you have a 16-cylinder Cadillac from the 30s and you blow a head gasket, he makes the head gasket. So he's insane. He's insane. Adam he's Carolla insane. joins us here at the Speed Freaks Pits. Go ahead, Statman. So Adam Carolla, every every male, when they say 18 and high senior in high school, they want a car. And some of them can't afford to get it or get daddy to get it. What was the car that you wanted that you couldn't afford? Well, b b believe it or not, uh, I was on to it a, a long time ago, and it and it uh, it kills me. But uh, I remember seeing a Lamborghini Miura when oh, yeah. I was about nineteen, and thinking, "What does this thing got in it?" And uh, I found out it was a a V twelve. You know, it's a four cam V twelve with that's that's transverse mounted, and it's mid engine. And I said, wow, V12, mid-engine, transverse-mounted, how much more exotic do you get than a Lamborghini Miura? At the time, the things were 25 to 30 grand, and that was more money than I'd ever even heard of. So that was way, way, way off in the future. And, you know, now they're, you know, between 400 and uh, 800,000 bucks. So, uh, I should have I should have grabbed one, but I didn't even have two grand to get a uh, you know uh, Nissan Honeybee. So I, uh, I guess I like Z cars as sort of a 240Z as as an affordable kind of a attainable. You could work on it. You could throw it around. You know, I think that would have been my car back in the day. Did you ever end up owning one? Yeah, I have. Uh, I did eventually end up with a Z car. I also ended up with a car that's really underrated, the 2000 Roadster, another Datsun, late 60s, you know, get smart car. Oh, yeah, the, uh, the their MG ripoff, yeah. Yeah, except for the MG, you know, had the 1600 with the underhead cam, and this thing had the overhead cam with the 2-liter and the twin Solex carbs, and the thing hauled ass. Um, I actually have... Paul Newman's 84 Turbo ZX Newman Sharp racing car that he won the GT championship with in 1984. Whoa. So do you ever enter that in vintage racing events? Uh, it's just 
it's it's just opening up. I mean, the these classes because '84 wasn't really vintage or isn't really vintage, but as time marches on, eventually we'll all be vintage. <laughs> I mean, eventually the 06 Audi in my driveway will be eligible for vintage racing. But uh, so they don't really have a class for it yet. They're starting to open it up. And also, I just had the thing shipped from, uh, from uh, New York or the East Coast, from Connecticut, where Bob Sharp is. And uh, it needs to be completely gone through. It doesn't need to be rebuilt, but it needs to be gone through before it's track-worthy because it's, it's unsafe at this point. So do you feel that Adam Corolla is, has got the skills uh, to run it in vintage racing? No. That car, I have a Bob Sharp 610 Datsun that I would be happy to run in a vintage race. That car, and, and by the way, you know, Paul Newman, who's not doing particularly well right, right now, uh, should be noted that he was no enthusiast. He was a champion. And when you see this car, it is scary. And we were talking about flat tracking a minute ago. That that's scary. It's scary just to sit in this car. It is a full blown race car. It's not a you know. It's a it's a tube steel race car that has about eight hundred horsepower. And you realize Newman was no joke. I mean, Newman drove these cars to championships, and these weren't you know five tens with one hundred eighty five horsepower. Yeah, in fact, Paul Newman was it. He was seventy years old when he drove in the Rolex twenty four oh, yeah, in a, a Mustang, ago. and uh, uh, was was he seventy or eighty that he drove in the in the race and won his class. I mean, the, the guy was a for real driver who used to when he started racing he would enter the races as pl newman uh instead of uh paul newman so that he could uh he raced for about a year or so with nobody knowing who he was yeah well it's a good thing about a full face helmet and a fire suit <laughs> right <laughs> you exactly know if johnny depp was in the 510 next to you Johnny Depp, movie well, star. I'm just saying, you put the full face helmet on and an orange fire suit, and who the hell knows who you are? Well, see, that's the deal about flat trackers, man. They put that big ass junk of manhood out there, and you know it's a flat tracker. You would definitely know if Paul Newman was flat tracking. <laughs> that that much, that much I promise you. So, I did manage to obtain his car, and I just uh, it, it it scares you just to look at the car. It's really it's really. You know, you guys have seen race cars where you think, oh, yeah, I, I, I drive that. And then you see race cars where you go, holy crap, look at that. <laughs> that would be Formula cars, yeah. Indy cars, Formula One. Yeah, but this thing has like a diff cooler in the passenger side door <laughs> I mean, it's with a fan on it. Like it's, it's a crazy super, it's a crazy super like NASCAR frame with a, with a Z engine in it. Adam Carolla joins us here in the Speed Freaks Pits. Adam, you got Top Gear coming up. Of course, Top Gear is just stupid big over in Europe. And you've teamed up with a guy that's very that's very familiar here in the Freak Nation. He's been in here a number of times with Tanner Faust. That guy's got some chops, not just on not just in the cars, but that's some bitch can he could co host a TV show. Yeah, he's really uh he's really one of those guys you'd love to hate because he's good looking and he's smooth and he's charismatic and he 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 looks like an actor, but he can drive the wheels off a car. And uh, he's really got a nice sort of, I mean, you guys know, sort of natural ease. I, I don't know what you call it. I think they call it it. You know, people people just kind of like him. Were you with him this weekend, or the last week in Europe, when he was traveling around driving uh, all sorts of cars? No, I spoke to him. 
and he was in uh, he was in Italy, like behind the wheels, like uh, the new Lambo over there. I just call them, you know. Th- that's the crazy thing about uh, cell phones. Like uh, you, you call people up, and you're like, "Hey, where are you, buddy?" And it's like, "I'm I'm doing uh, 200 miles an hour in a, a Roush Mustang on the Autobahn." And you're like, "Oh, that's I thought you were at home." Anyway, I can call you back. Like, he had just called him up, and he's in Italy going 150 miles an hour in the Lamborghini and picks up his cell phone. Yeah, I had that same experience with him last week. He called me back after I'd called him a few days before, and uh, he had to apologize, he's, you know, because he just finished Italy, and he was going to Germany to drive something else, and uh, all of that is just it's outlandish stuff. I, I first met the guy at a rally in Portland about four years ago and pulled him out of a car, and nobody knew who he was, and now he's one of the most uh, uh, recognized people in the motorsports world here in the United States. Yeah, well, I, I definitely, and, and, you know, whatever success uh, he's, he's had and will have, it couldn't happen to a nicer guy. Yeah, he won, by the way, he won the uh, Formula Drift event this weekend in uh, Sonoma. I was just going to ask about that, because that's why he wasn't at Rally Colorado. So cool, he won drifting. Yeah, awesome. he beat he beat Reese Millen in the finals at oh, really? uh, Sonoma, yeah. Yeah, Reese was uh, working with us on the uh, pilot of Top Gear. Tell me, though, hold on, though. Tell me Top Gear will be in Vegas on New Year's Eve recording whatever Reese is doing. It's Who is it? It's Reese and a couple of the other Red Bull athletes. There's something that they won't let us know. They're, they're not letting us in on it, but there's supposed to be something pretty hot going off. Oh, uh, I don't know. Is he going to try to do, like, an, another flip in a trophy truck or something? <laughs> no, I hope well, he, he is going to try that again. He really, from what I've heard. But there's something else on top of that that nobody really knows about yet, and I, I can't put my finger on it. Uh, well... You know, I would tell you if I knew what it is or was, but, uh, and I don't even, you know, Top Gear is just a pilot at this point. We don't even know if it's going to become a TV show. It oh, looks, it will. It looks good, and I think it will be, but they haven't told us anything yet, so what's, we'll we'll hear. What's so, going on yeah. with that? Is NBC not forking up the scoots or what? Um, you know, it's basically the, the process for uh, those of you uh, who uh, don't live in uh, L.A. and are interested they basically give you a date that they tell you whether they pick it up or not by, and they don't really say too much before that date, not because there's it, it really doesn't matter how good or bad the show is. It's more like they don't have to, and that's about it. So our date's probably a couple of weeks away, and we should hear something in the next week or so, but there's nothing in it for them to tell you. Even if it's great, even though if it's a, it's a layup and it's a foregone conclusion, it's going to series, they still won't say anything just because they don't have to. Well, now, how much sense does that make for cats that are out there trying to score score gigs and they want to secure something you know, next year, and then all of a sudden they say, well, we're going to need you, Adam, and then you say, no, I've got 16 uh, movies that I'm going to be shooting next year. <laughs> it's only 12, but thank you. Sorry. Uh, you know, you're contractually obliged to... You work on this show, and they're contractually obliged to tell you whether they're picking them up by so-and-so date. And we just not got to that date yet. But they're testing it uh, this week. And, you know, every time I talk about it, everyone tells me to shut up about it. But who cares? Everyone knows they're doing the stupid Top Gear show. I don't understand what the big deal is. So... (laughs) They'll tell me to shut up, and then I'll tell them I'm sorry I won't talk about it anymore, and then I'll talk about it again. But that's how it goes every time. Um, 
the show, the pilot is good. They're looking at it, and I assume it will be a series, but that's as much as I know. What about a follow-up to The Hammer? Mm. Uh, I'm working on uh, some other movies. I don't, uh, I don't think. And by the way, that's the name of my movie, and it's uh, out on DVD as we speak. And I know what everyone's thinking. Oh, not another crappy comedy. Um, please just go to Amazon, read the reviews, and then if it's not, if it's if it's not, if you know, thumbs up all the way around, you don't have to check it out. But just just go read some reviews. If you like what you read, you can go get it anywhere, Amazon or Blockbuster or whatever. Um, I'm working on a bunch of other movies, none of which are a sequel to The Hammer, because I figure we already did that one. <laughs> Tell that to Stallone and all those happy bastards that, that bring out the sequels, the sequels. I know. I just I just feel, uh, you know, not to sound like an artist or anything, because I'm really just the, the doofus from the valley. But creatively, <laughs> you know, people say to me all the time, why would you stop doing the man show? And I say, well, we did a hundred of them, and that, that seemed like enough. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, I did it. I made the movie I wanted to make. It came out good. Everyone loved it. I'm happy with it, and it's time to do something else. So there won't be a Hammer 6? No. Unless, in, in, I mean, what happens is, is these guys get out their checkbooks, and all of a sudden creativity goes out the window. So if anyone ever wanted to pay me Stallone-type uh, money, believe you me, I would be making a, a sequel. Or perhaps the prequel. Which I like. Well, Adam, what you have to do is learn how to grunt, and that way they'll make, they'll give you all the money in the world. Right. I know. Oh, what a what a career! Uh, you know how many mirrors I would own, by the way, if I was uh, Stallone. Yes. I would have like thirty SVs. I don't know why I love that car so much. You know, the prequel to the Hammer should be like the ball peen, or uh, maybe uh, maybe the uh, hatchet handled uh, waffle ended. 32-ounce Von Framing Hammer. I know it's a little tough to fit on a marquee. Hey, you guys don't, know for, the difference between a finish hammer and a uh, framing hammer? The framing hammers have the waffle end on them, and the finished ones are smooth. Nice. I know you thought a joke was coming, but I'm just I giving really you a little did. carpentry now. Yeah, but before the before the hammer, if before you hammer things, you don't you take a screwdriver handle and beat the nail with that? Oh, you mean to uh, to like set it? Yeah, I mean that that's before you use a hammer. Don't most people just take a screwdriver handle and and do that? So that would be the prequel to the hammer. Would be screwdriver handle. That's a good. That, that's a good point. Or even even the rock. Yeah, right. Oh, I rock. I made that. There you go. <laughs> that's the prequel to the hammer is rock. Corolla, I know you're getting out of bed in about four or five hours, but uh, but, but but leave us with the story about how how you feel we could save gas. I heard this story on 97.1 in Los Angeles, and it was freaking. Dan, it was almost brilliant. Brilliant. It wasn't brilliant. Oh come on! Kenny. It was almost brilliant about how you say gas should just keep going up and up. Well, oh, you mean the price? Yeah, the price. Yeah. Well, I would like it to get up to ten bucks a gallon and thin the herd. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> uh huh. I don't like. I mean, I mean, if somebody said, seriously, if you, I mean, I live in Los Angeles, so I have to pay the price. But if somebody said to me. Look, you can make it from your house to Santa Monica 45 minutes faster, but it's going to cost you seven bucks. I would pay it. That's the way I am. And I know, I know gas is tight for a lot of people. My plan is 
10 bucks a gallon. Whoever wants to pay the 10 bucks a gallon can pay the 10 bucks a gallon. They will drive on freeways that are not congested, and five bucks from every 10 buck gallon will go toward a van and some light rail, and that van will pick you up at your house and take you to work and drop you off back at your house when you're done, and you will not need a car, and I will be the only guy in the Mura driving down the 405 at 170 miles an hour, it, like Omega Man. It'll be, it'll be like Chuck Hess and Omega Man. But I seriously, whenever gas goes up, we stop buying the SUVs, and when the, when the gas comes down, everyone starts buying the Escalades again. And traffic does thin out, and people start carpooling and doing all that crap that I love so much. It clears the road for me. So I say jack it up to 10 bucks a gallon, and uh, I'll take half that and buy, get you a van. Let's get you in a van. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and, and be Charlton Hessen to get 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 to kiss the the good looking black broad there. And, uh, what, what was her name? Oh man, Come I can't I, I I can't remember, but I do I do remember that. And now I think about it because Chuck Heston was like the rightest, wingest, you know, yeah. gun totinous NRA is, <laughs> and it must have been a funny day. And they're like, here's your co-star. Uh, oh man, it's uh, it's uh, Lucretia McEvil. Oh, yeah, out of my cold dead hands. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I tell you, I tell you, go check out that movie or check out the original Omega Man, everybody. She was hot, and Adam. See Los Angeles Baron. No CGI back then. You know what I mean? Oh. Just an empty Los Angeles. Oh, that was love such it. a beautiful movie. One of my favorites, man. That, of course, all of the Planet of the Apes movies with Chuck Heston just busting some ass. Yeah, but <laughs> watch the watch the first Chuck Heston and watch the first Planet of the Apes after uh, after they crash land on the planet and they're all walking around and they're like, "Wow, man, I uh, wonder if we'll ever see our family again." And Chuck is like, we've been asleep for 2,000 years. And then he turns to his whole crew and he's like, everything you've known, loved, and ever seen is turned to dust. And I was thinking, hey, thanks for bumming me out, Chuck. Like, watch that movie. Watch what a bummer Chuck Heston is to his crewmates at the beginning. He's like laughing. But remember, he had the chick, he had the bride that couldn't speak, but man, oh. she, she was so hot riding off in the sunset on that horse, and they turned the corner and see uh, Statue of Liberty, and I just, well, I would have put her on that sand, sand and knocked it out right there. Uh, well, look, uh, she was every male's fancy because she looked like Priscilla Presley looked when Priscilla Presley was like 17, mm -hmm. and she couldn't talk. I mean, think about that. <laughs> Nothing to do but get it on and ride horses. No discussion, no penny for your thoughts, no nagging, no honeydews, no nothing. Just no speaking. Just right. great hot 60s chick. Okay, so Adam Carolla, would you rather have her or the 405 clear so you get to work? I'd like to clear out the 405 so I could get to her. <laughs> and then again, no talking. She didn't talk. And you know what? Chuck was trying to teach her. You know, he's like, you know, Chuck was like, me, you know, man, the horse. You know, I wouldn't even do that. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would not teach you to talk. You're, you're asking for trouble, Chuck. Well, see, what would happen is Chris Carr, AMA flat track champion, would come around the corner. And we'd all be done because of his man junk. <laughs> <laughs> is he still?
still on the line, and I've just been talking over him for the last half hour? Oh, yeah, he's been on with us for two hours, dude. Oh, jeez, I feel like an idiot. <laughs> no. Hey, man, go, hey, Adam, I know it's I know it's late for you. you got to get up in the morning, man. We appreciate your show there on 97.1 Free FM. It's, uh, it's always nice when I'm in the car and I can hear you, dude. Well, if uh, anyone wants to hear the show, they can go to uh, adamcrolla.com and they can stream it, even if they're uh, in a city you're in and a city I'm not in. <laughs> Sweet. There you go. All right, Corolla, we'll talk to you next time, man. Good luck to you. Always a pleasure, guys. All right. Adam Corolla, movie star, TV star, radio star coming in here. Dancing star. <laughs> Dancing star. Damn. Stat, I don't care if you, if you knew shorthand, Stat, you couldn't keep up that interview. For... <laughs> I'm just ha- I'm still having visions of the 405 clear. I know, I mean, <laughs> quite a dream, huh? That the people on the west side would be the only ones who could afford ten dollar gas, so the 405 would still be backed up this August. <laughs> when we continue more with Chris Carr, AMA flat track champion, and Travis Pastrana, gold medalist from the X Games and three-time American Rally America champion, coming up next. Good evening, my fellow citizens. I'm not saying who's to blame for the Truck Series fight this weekend in Loudoun, but I can certainly understand where the frustrations come from. I have a problem with rubber racing rules that allow one driver to write off another's half-million-dollar race car without fear of penalty. All that money and effort is thrown against the wall just because a guy can't get around you, so he tears up your equipment and shrugs that rubbin's racing. That's not racing, that's wrestling. Only in wrestling, when the guy is thrown into the crowd, it's part of the script. Short tracks don't have that problem. If you hit a guy and send him into the wall, you go to the back of the line. You're not out of the race, but the advantage you gained by sending another guy home is all lost. NASCAR brags that real fans don't come for crashes, but it's hard not to cheer for them when the crash is part of the weekend script. If the fight becomes part of the script, how long before we have the WWN? Not long, I guess, when you're already selling the show as entertainment. Peace. This freaking segment is brought to you by Speed Zone. Get two hours of unlimited play for only $19.99. That's two hours of unlimited go-karts, dragsters, mini-golf, and video games, only $19.99. Get the coupon for big savings at SpeedZone.com. Speed Zone in the city of industry in Southern California. Speed Zone, the official adrenaline of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Speed Freaks, it's Kenny Sargent giving you the guarantee to stop your leaks in power steering units with Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak or your money back. It corrects rack and pinion problems. And Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak is totally effective in reducing slack, squeals, and hard spots in worn rack and pinions. Your results will be immediate and long-lasting. Quit wasting your time and money. Get Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak guaranteed to stop seal leaks and power steering units or your money back. Swing by your favorite auto parts dealer and pick up some Lucas Oil Power Steering Stop Leak today. The name Mopar is family, synonymous with the glory days of drag racing maybe two generations ago. But a new generation is discovering Mopar, its tradition, and its bright future. Today, Mopar is more than just original equipment and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles. Mopar is an attitude on the street, at the track, or in the backwoods. Mopar rides with you. After all, Mopar is family. 
This is Matt Land, the voice of Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. You want to spend more time with your family? You want to get out of the yard? And you want to do it cheaper this year? You might want to look into propane. Matter of fact, you need to look into propane. And Dixie Chopper is the only U.S. manufacturer to offer you the world's fastest lawnmower available in propane. Visit DixieChopper.com for a dealer closest to you. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of the freak nation. The contagious virus that causes warts can be spread by contact. Dude, where you been? Hey! And it can happen in an instant. Want to stop warts just as fast? W. W. Fast-acting Compound W Freeze-Off. Unlike liquid wart removers that can take time to work, Compound W Freeze-Off's deep penetrating action works to destroy the wart in as little as one application. And that's why the W is the one mom's trust. W. Fast-acting Compound W. The wart stops here. Use as directed. This freaking segment is brought to you by our good friends at Continental Tire. You got a high-dollar sports car, an SUV, or a light truck? You need some Continental Tires on that bad boy. Log on to ContinentalTire.com. That's ContinentalTire.com and find the right tire for your rig. Continental Tire, the official tire of the Freak Nation. You're back with the Freaks. Got your freaking hotline, 8669-FREAKS. That's 866-937-3257. A big-ass show, of course, with Statman Carruthers. Crash Gladys, I'm Kenny Sargent, and special fourth freak tonight continues to join us, Chris Carr, seven-time AMA Flat Track champion. He's in here and now joining us, trying to trying to catch up with all those championships. He's got him now three Rally America championships. Would you please welcome gold medalist from the X Games, Travis Pastrana. What's up, TP? <laughs> Not so much, man. Just sitting here at the award ceremony. Uh, Chris Carr, seven. All right. Well, that's like McGrath. I do have a long way to go, but I mean, you. you you're a little bit older. I, I got I got a few years, right? <laughs> oh, he's, yeah, you got plenty of time, pal. Don't worry about it. I think you'll get there. <laughs> I did actually get a chance to race, uh, race uh, Chris, you, you, I guess I should say. Um, I actually didn't even qualify for the night program at the flat track and then got beat by a girl, so I don't think that's my sport. That was not uh, one of your finer sport. moments, was it? <laughs> uh, the, the world breaks in. I'm, I'm sorry, Kenny, but I, that just fell on the table with a splat. <laughs> Travis Pastrana, gold medal winner, three-time rally champion, the the king of all action sports, admits to the freak nation worldwide that he lost to a woman. Now, uh, uh, Chris Carr and Travis Pastrana, that just boggles my mind. Do you hear that coming out of your mouth? Well, you no, know, it actually devastated me. I'm still traumatized, but uh, I, I believe she she went on to do fairly well. At least that's what they tell me. I hope <laughs> she has done fairly well. Actually, she made the main event at the Indy Mile last night. So uh, Nicole Chesa is doing just fine. Thank you. <laughs> it's still, it's okay, awesome, Travis. Great. <laughs> that still boggles the mind, doesn't it, Kenny? Uh, it, it, yes, it does. You're talking. You've got a, the guy who put the double backflip on the map, who's got 47 gold medals from the X Games, has three Rally America championships, and he gets his ass kicked by a girl on the short flat track there in Daytona two or three years ago. That's awesome, Travis. Not not only was it a short flat track. I mean, what's Chesa weigh? She can't weigh more than ninety pounds. It doesn't She's matter in like, a short track, pal. I mean, That's was, all right. <laughs> it was a definitely kicking the nuts to, to go try that. I really thought I was a decent motorcycle rider all around, but as it turns out, not my game. You needed to spend a little bit more time at American Super Camp and listen to your instructors, I think. <laughs> yes, sir. This is, this is incredible. Somebody's actually scolding Travis Pastrana. 
and there's probably... No, I blew up my knee first day of Super Kid. It was horrible. I, I, I was getting beat by everybody. I just, I don't know, it's like Supermoto. You guys, I, that, that whole sliding around on the, the hard pack stuff, it's I, I, not, not my game. I like to jump. <laughs> hey, and you do and that well, high. which... Travis, this is something that you know, with all your uh, all your stuff in, in action sports that you've done, have you figured out how to do a backflip in that rally car yet? <laughs> no, I mean, we've backflipped Harley's big wheels, lawn mowers, but no, the rally car. We've done a lot of barrel rolls. Uh, we did a double front flip uh, about a month ago. Was that on and that purpose? That was pretty fun. I had actually landed on the back, which was sweet because it took uh, it took up most of the blow before it uh, before it landed back on the wheels. Um, but uh, yeah, no no backflips yet. Man, all these freaking voices here in the Speed Freaks pits and the Lucas Oil Studios. You got Statman, Crash Gladys, Kenny Sargent, seven-time AMA flat track champion Chris Carr, and of course Travis Pastrana. Go ahead, Crash. Two hundred-time gold medalist, by the way. Yeah. Travis, okay, so let's wrap up this Rally America Championship season in in a couple of crazy terms. You just said that you front flipped twice. You've probably had some other crazy things. You had a massive flat that deflated literally your lead today. You hit a deer earlier in the season, which is one of YouTube's best videos. Can it get any and crazier? The was my co-driver, by the way. Uh, oh. I keep getting blamed for that. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that wasn't you. All right. <laughs> but seriously, what a fun and crazy season. You know, it's been wild because uh, Ken Block, who's it, – it's crazy. He's my boss, uh, good friend, uh, teammate on Subaru, and, you know, owner of BC Shoes. And he has been flat out kicking my butt for this entire season. But for some reason, he – uh, has been just having really bad luck. Like, uh, well, hitting trees, I guess, is not really bad luck. But uh, <laughs> the, the guy has been on fire and, and really, really on, on top of his game. But I uh, just hadn't been able to get the car to the finish line on this last, uh, you know, last four rounds in DNF. So uh, kind of handed the win over to me. But now we, we wrapped up the championship with one round to go, and I, I couldn't say enough for uh, you know the whole team Subaru to keep a car together when when I'm driving is is more than a challenge. So Travis Pastrana, you were. Uh, Let's see, Kyle Saracen. I think he's uh, under twenty, maybe. And he, Actually, you know, we got Kyle right here. Would you like, if you want to talk to, to that guy, you know, no, I wanted, I want to talk to you. We, all right. Well, every stage we had some kind of bet going. We actually took him uh, last a couple weeks ago after X Games. He jumped a mega ramp on a big wheel. Then he, we took him base jumping. He was able to do that. And then uh, this morning, I had, I had a. He won pretty much every stage that we had a bet on. We were swapping times like tenths of seconds on each time. We went for an hour and uh, 52 minutes total rally time, and I ended up beating him today by four seconds. So wow. did you did you beat him, or did was that an eased up? It sounds like he actually pushed you to the win today. Yeah, kind of against team orders. I mean, basically we had to. I mean, they wanted to wrap up the championship for sure, but I always hate when people get done and say, "Oh, well, I was just taking it easy." And um, you know, we kind of just co-driver and I made the decision. Uh, Derek Ringer, who's a you know former World Rally uh, champion co-driver, was really cool to come out and uh, drive with me for a couple rounds. But uh, we came in and said, "You know what? Let's let's go for it. Let's uh, let's try to get this win." And you know, it, it actually it all worked out, and we were able to stay on the road. So. I think three three guys uh, rolled on this rally, so lucky not to be one of those. Travis Pastrana joins us here in the Speed Freaks pits. So Kenny, tra- let's when, let's wrap with Travis in about a minute or so, and let's have him put Kyle on. I want to talk about that big wheel. What if I don't want to talk to Kyle? I want to talk about <laughs> Travis Pastrana trying to go for number four, dude. What else do you have left to do, Pastrana? Maybe maybe knock one out with Pamela Anderson. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's on my list, I guess. 
no, but actually, we just uh, we just got a TV show on MTV. Final eyes. They they want twelve episodes to be filmed from now until January one. Whoa! So we we if we don't die before January first, I will be very impressed. Um, <laughs> so that, that's that's kind of the next step. Just have some fun with that, and uh, you know, basically, just life is good right now, and uh, you know prioritizing on the rally stuff, but, you know, really just having a lot of fun and, uh, you know, trying to go around and uh, just just do the best that I can and what I can and, you know, spread a little thin on as far as uh, everyone says you focus more on one thing or the other, but, you know, it's uh, just every weekend is, is a new challenge and, you know, I just really enjoy it. Well, Kenny, wait a minute. Before we get before we get out of here, uh, Travis Pastrana, give us a bit of news here. Are you going to be doing the WRC, the World Rally Championship, next year? Like you've test you've tested the water a little bit the past couple of years. We have definitely tested the water. It's been um, it, it's a completely different sport than what we have here in the U.S. Uh, in the U.S., it's more of a race. In uh, in Europe, it's survival. I mean, you got to keep the car together. I'd have to spend a lot of time as a mechanic and then try to figure out how to. You know, basically work on the car. Um, there's a lot of time you spend under the car. Uh, the mechanics only get 30 minutes a day, um, so you really you have to keep it together. It's kind of like a Baja, where you um, you know you pace yourself and go for it. So uh, different sport. Plus, I'd have to move to Europe for the probably the next four or five years to, to be able to get competitive. And you know, I just I pretty much decided that it, it would be a lot of fun. It's an amazing opportunity, but uh, definitely have great competition here in the states, and uh, you know try to have some fun uh, here and keep driving in the U.S. <laughs> I don't even know if it's the most was... long winded answer I've ever given. I mean I have a lot of long winded answers, but that was that, that's that, the, that's my story I'm sticking to it. That's the that's the longest no I've ever heard. You know, I've heard a lot of no's. That's okay. <laughs> Well, Freak Nation, his name is Travis Pastrana. He's won 36 gold medals in the X Games. Of course, uh, patented the double backflip. Now he has three Rally America championships. He's going to knock one out with Pamela Anderson. And then work on not getting his ass kicked by a 15-year-old in the short flat track series coming up in 2009. How about that? <laughs> oh, and being a TV star at the time, too. Hey, wait, Chris, how did you do yesterday? Uh, I won. I won the Indy Mile. Congratulations. Oh, that, thank you. Awesome. Travis, he won it by .029 seconds. It was freaking ungodly. Holy cow. I always thought I wanted to do the mile when I watched Days of Thunder back in the day. And then I rode the little short track, and I scared myself to death. Uh, mile, really miles are actually easier. Track. I think you'd do just fine. Something scares Travis. Now, we got all kind of news yeah. in this. Something actually scares Travis Pastrana. Wow. <laughs> Hey, Pastrana, go on back to your banquet, man. Thanks for taking time out again to come into Speed Freaks Pits. All right. Hey, we really appreciate it, guys, and uh, good luck to you all. See you in a bit. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Mopar. More than just the original equipment supplier of parts and accessories for Chrysler, Jeep, and Dodge vehicles, Mopar is an attitude, a culture, a way of life for thousands of enthusiasts around the world. Mopar, the official performance of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Hey, Freaks, I know a manly mower when I ride one. But the tough, compact Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper, it's for the ladies, too. The Iron Eagle is the newest mower from Dixie Chopper, powered by a 
Kohler engine in 2023 and 25 horsepower options. And the Iron Eagle is available in 44, 50, and 60-inch decks, too. I do know a little bit about trimming the North 40, and I'll do it with the Iron Eagle from Dixie Chopper. A lower price tag and rugged features professionals use every day. Dixie Chopper, the official mower of Speed Freaks. Hey, Freaks, Kenny Sargent here, and gas prices are flat outrageous. I've got you something for a bit of relief. It's Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment, designed to increase power and fuel mileage, plus lower exhaust emissions. Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment is a powerful blend of oils and additives that contain no solvents and is formulated for both gasoline and diesel engines, carbureted or fuel injected. It cleans and lubricates and causes the fuel to burn more thoroughly for increased power and less fuel consumption. Start saving now and get Lucas Oil Fuel Treatment at your favorite auto parts dealer today. Freak Nation, this is Rico Elmore, founder and CEO, or better yet, pimp for Fathead Sunglasses. You have a problem buying sunglasses that fit? Well, we got the answer. Fathead Sunglasses make special glasses to fit your fat head. Big brains, whatever you want to call it. Your head's too big, we can fit it. We also have a regular size for that guy with, well, not such a big head. Fathead Sunglasses. That's fatheadswithaz.com. Fathead Sunglasses, the official sunglasses of the Freak Nation. Everybody's running around worrying about how much everything costs, like high gas prices. That's out of my hands. I focus on the things I can control, like dinner time. I run that. See, making sure that my family isn't shortchanged at the dinner table is up to me. Hamburger Helper is the great-tasting, quick, and affordable meal that the whole family will love. Gas prices are going to keep doing what they do, and I'm going to keep doing what I do, giving my family the fill-up they need. Hamburger Helper. One pound, one pan. What a happy family! <laughs> This freaking segment is brought to you by the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on the Versus Network. Coming up Sunday, September 21st at 6 p.m. Eastern, it's the Super Clean Knoxville National Sprints. Check your local listings to find more details or log on to motorsportshour.com. It's the Lucas Oil Motorsports Hour on Versus. It's been a big-ass show. Go to speedfreaks.tv and download any of the audio you missed from Ron Hornaday, Adam Carolla, and, of course, Travis Pastrana. Chris Carr, thank you for coming in, my friend. You betcha. Seven-time AMA flat track champion. you got 20 seconds. Bonneville Salt Flats, record holder, two wheels, ballsy. Yeah, I guess it is. Uh, but, they, like I said, they get in the way. It's pretty <laughs> tight quarters in there, so you can't let them swell too much. Where can people find out more about uh, your Bonneville Salt Flats run at 350 miles an hour on two wheels? Easiest thing to do, Google Chris Carr land speed record, and you'll get all kinds of articles from the last oh, two cool. years. And Chris Carr going for 400 mile an hour coming up who knows when. Who knows? Mother Nature has as much to do with that as anybody. For Triple F Wheels, Ben, thank you very much. Earshot, thank you. My name is oh, Kenny Sargent. Remember to shoot the juice to the moose, Crash Gladys. And you and I will blog about our MotoGP experience. You guys got to read and it. Go Stat to the Man, site. Cut it loose. See ya. This freaking segment is brought to you by Dixie Chopper, the world's fastest lawnmower. Try one out today at your local Dixie Chopper dealer. To find the closest dealer to you, go to DixieChopper.com. Dixie Chopper, the official lawnmower of Speed Freaks. You're listening to Speed Freaks. Motorsports Radio redefined. Continental Tire has the right tire for your ride. And if you're looking for some high-performance tires designed specifically for today's sports cars, then a set of Conti Sport Contact Tires are the choice. Did you know... 
Continental currently holds the record for the world's fastest standard production tire, the VMAX. In fact, the entire lineup of Conti Sport Contact tires deliver great handling and awesome performance you can feel. Find out more at ContinentalTire.com, the official tire of the Freak Nation. Lager lessons from Budweiser, the 3 o'clock tasting. Did you know that Budweiser brews beer at 12 different breweries across the country? That's cool, but the real news is that every afternoon at 3, while you're doing your job, the brewmaster's job is to taste the Budweiser from each of those breweries. Yeah, they fly just finished Budweiser's from across the country to one place for a daily tasting. Just to make sure that every Budweiser from coast to coast tastes exactly the way it should. With that perfect balance of flavor and refreshment. So each Budweiser you enjoy today should taste like each Budweiser you've enjoyed in the past. Daily Brewmaster Tastings. Oh man, how do I get that gig? When it comes to Budweiser, the more you know, the better it tastes. Budweiser, the great American lager. Budweiser Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Please drink responsibly. Are you driving a Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler? Well, then don't screw around with anything other than authentic Mopar parts. Oil and air filters, belts, brake kits, even wiper blades are available from Mopar. Repair parts? Mopar's got them, including alternators, starters, short blocks, and transmissions, all covered by a 12-month, 12,000-mile warranty. Log on to Mopar.com to find an authorized Dodge, Jeep, or Chrysler dealer near you for authentic Mopar parts. Mopar, the performance in Speed Freaks. (laughs) 